Hello Makers, welcome back to the Disrupt It Yourself podcast. I am Andrew, and you are awesome. Let's get into it. Hey everybody, welcome back to Disrupt It Yourself. It is Thursday, and as usual, I'm driving home right now. So listen to the soothing sounds of my car as it bumps along down the freeway. Today I wanted to talk to you guys about just current experiences that I'm having, thoughts about um, products that I'm looking at and some projects that I'm working on. So it's just gonna be kind of a general update. I'm still reviewing and testing the new Dremel Digilab 3D45. It's Dremel's new 3D printer. I waited on it for several months and kind of had a, I don't know, not like stressful, but just a strange experience in sorting that out because for a while it looked like I was gonna get it really soon and we had a contract. And then all of a sudden it looked like I wasn't going to get it. And then it was like, okay, well you might get it, but then here's some caveats, but the cool thing is I got it and I really like it. Um, that it, There's no such thing as a perfect 3D printer, so there are um, caveats, but I like it a lot. It's a great 3D printer. I think it definitely has a space in a lot of people's workshops as makers. There's a lot of value to having this machine uh, in spite of the drawbacks, and the main one is um, that you're supposed to use proprietary filament. But because it prints so much better with high temperature materials than a lot, if not all, of the other 3D printers that I've tested, I just feel like it's kind of really worth having. Um, it's just really reliable, like you print with ABS and nylon like it's PLA. Like there's no additional concern really, um, which is awesome without having to spend a lot more money um, and still having the flexibility it's almost like if you took one of those great ABS printers like the Up Mini and smashed it together with the Dremel um, Idea Builder 3D40, their previous model. It's like you get the benefits of both and it's only $1,800 so um, it's quite a bit less expensive than owning those two machines. Uh, and the, the thing that is kind of scary to touch on because I don't want to talk about it too much, I don't want to get myself into trouble. But I think if you won't, didn't mind voiding your warranty on your 3D printer, and to be honest, there's very few 3D printers that I've actually taken advantage of any kind of warranty service on. Uh, but if you wanted to void your warranty, you could quite easily print very successfully with third-party filament on the Dremel Digilab 3D45. Because in spite of there being NFC on the um, spools, the NFC isn't like a DRM type situation. It's just supposed to be an aid for the customer to help them identify filament. So if you have G code that was sliced for PLA and you stick an ABS spool in, they'll be like, hey, this is ABS, so we're actually gonna change the temperatures a bit. I think that's a little problematic because you actually need more than just different temperatures, but it's a step in, in a good direction there in a sense. So um, I recognize that. <clears throat> a few other quick things. Uh, just about the, this particular 3D printer. 
Um, it has some, you, you need to see my review. I did a YouTube review. Go ahead and watch it. Subscribe if you can. That would be wonderful for me, of course. Um, but I talk about it. There's a few different ways that you can slice and prepare your models and print them. Just There's a few different options for workflow, which I think is good because this 3D printer, um, you can market it to a few different groups of people, to um, engineers and professionals, designers, whatever you want to call them, uh, because it's kind of the 3D40 plus the ability to print on high-tech materials, or the, it's still great for the classroom, because it's essentially the same 3D printer, just with a few more um, capabilities. Uh, and it's still great for makers. Of course, that's kind of my internal perspective, is as a maker, I love this 3D printer because it allows me to print in some of those materials that are kind of challenging on other machines. Um, but they've got different workflows and kind of depending on what works for you if you're in a classroom or in the office you can kind of go the traditional workflow or you can use the web interface so there's different ways to accomplish it I won't go into much more detail here though you have to watch the video the last thing I'm dealing with with the Dremel before I can feel like my review work is done with it um, is getting Simplify 3D to work perfectly. They tell me they've got Simplify 3D creating um, uh, their G-code files, which have a different extension, but they're very much G-code files with maybe different headers. Uh, they, they say they can generate them with Simplify 3D and then print with them. I love Simplify 3D. To me, um, if I had to make a list of the top five reasons why the Idea Builder 3D45 is worth owning. One of them would definitely be because it has Simplify 3D support, which normally isn't something you call out on too many 3D printers because Simplify 3D works with most 3D printers, but it's the combination of everything that that 3D printer can do and being able to use Simplify 3D with it because if you could print in high temp materials and had all these other great features, but you had to use some crappy hobbled slicer that wasn't as good as Simplify 3D, then it would suck. I mean, you they have Cura support, which they didn't have before, and I guess I probably could have given them a pass with just Cura, but Simplify 3D for me is just, oh, we won't even get into that. I could do another podcast just to talk about why I love Simplify 3D, but I won't do that today. So I wanna get that working so I can validate um, that Simplify 3D really is compatible uh, with the Dremel. And on top of that, I do plan on printing a few more boring but necessary calibration prints, or not calibration, but like benchmarking prints that test specific, um, not features is not really the word I'm looking for, but things like bridging. Um, I've already done a few benches, so I know that overhangs are beautiful on this particular 3d printer you can print at 50 microns really well as well anyway there's a million things i could say about it but that's kind of what's left to test um, i'll still print tons of things on it uh, the other things i've got going on right now is i'm working on two projects that i'm getting pretty close to finishing which feels great because they've been dragging along especially with the holidays the ok synth which is from someone that calls himself oskitone i hope i'm saying that right it's a do-it-yourself 3d printed synthesizer Really neat, I can't wait for it to be done. It'll be a lot of fun to play with. And um, I'll have a lot of friends who are musicians. I'm a musician, so it'll be fun to, to goof around with that a little bit. 
And the other project is the Minty Pie from Pseudomod, which is in a vein of projects that I've done a few of, which is a RetroPie-based handheld. So it's an emulator for old video games that you can take with you. This one is a little interesting, though. While it does incorporate 3D printed components and a Raspberry Pi and a lot of similar things, it's all built into an Altoids tin, which kind of, to me, creates this other dimension of coolness because ironically before I had a 3d printer I built a lot of my projects into Altoids tins so it kind of goes full circle plus they can be kind of nostalgic and they're inconspicuous it's just gonna be a lot of fun to finish that project and I'm super close I'm kind of hoping I can finish tonight so those are the two big projects I have going on um, I have some other things in the background N not really a project but I need to fix my CR 10 because I've had some extrusion issues that have almost completely gone away but it's one of those things where a printer breaks down and you have to find time to fix it, otherwise it stays broken down. So lots of stuff going on, more stuff on the horizon, and I'm just trying to hustle and make awesome stuff happen with Disrupt It Yourself so it can be more fun and um, interesting and informative. Thank you for the handful of people who listen to me here, um, even the ones who listen to my noisy car podcasts. I've been kind of hit and miss on this platform. When that changes, it'll change. I can't, um, I can't do too much at the moment, but I'm trying to be more disciplined and have more structure to allow me to do more. And anyway, if you have any questions, and especially if you're on Anchor, send me those questions. We'll do a call in. I would love that. It'd be so much fun. Even if you don't know anything about 3D printing, ask me any maker-related or 3D printing-related question, or even do-it-yourself electronics whatever it'd be super fun but anyway keep on making awesome stuff and have a good day